Hello, and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I've listened to all 43 songs of this year's Eurovision Song Contest, but with me is someone who has not. I haven't heard any of the songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Well, that is to say, in each episode, you're hearing these songs for the first time, and we discuss your thoughts. My name is Jeroen. My name is Mira. And that's how we do it. We've talked about bands that have men in them. We've talked about bands that have women in them. We've <laughs> talked about singular women on stage. We've talked about singular man on stage. We haven't talked about another staple of Eurovision, though. And I think you may be able to guess what we're still missing. Well, um... I, uh... I think you're overly confident in my abilities. Don't worry, we'll get to it. Uh, Mira, when I say Verona, what country do you think of? That would be Italy. Estonia, that's correct. <laughs> and, and what does Verona carry with it as like baggage, connotation? Verona is indeed a city in Italy, of course, but what, what do you know about Verona? It's very beautiful, and there's a lake, I think. Let us know if there's a lake. Let us know if there's a lake in Verona. Leave, leave a comment. I've not been to Verona, but there's a few people who famously are from Verona. Yeah. Perhaps fictionally. Yeah, 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 Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, of course I do. It's... <laughs> no, it's uh, Romeo and Juliet, the famous teens in love. And what are they, if not a... Couple. A duet, indeed. Oh, no. What? Are we gonna do a duet? We are indeed going to do a duet. We are gonna, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it! Um, because... This episode is going up on a Tuesday, and I've dubbed Tuesdays Tuesdays. That's pretty good. I'm not gonna be mad at you. Like, I wanna be mad, but I can't because it's very good. Well done. And our first Tuesday is a duet coming all the way from Estonia. Now, Estonia, um,. Famously cold. Is it? Yeah. As you may know, I'm pretty into the Estonian pre-selection for Eurovision. I think Esilal is a very good pre-selection, and I think they have a lot of good songs. Esilal is a lot of fun because they've got like they've got they've got a lot of contemporary sounds, and it's but it's also good songs, and it's 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 slightly different from like a melody festival and where everything is very produced. Estilal feels a little bit more genuine. Yeah. But it's nice. Um, and this year's Estilal was fabulous, if not only for the reason that in the final, there were no more, no less than five artists who had already gone to Eurovision. What? There was... I fucking love Estonia. That is there was, of course, Elena Bourne, who had represented Estonia in 2015 with Stig Rasta in Goodbye to Yesterday. She was back uh, solo with a song written by Stig. Uh, 
There was Ivo Lina, who had performed uh, in the late 90s, also in a duet. There was Lena Kurma, who had performed as part of the ensemble Vanilla Ninja in 2005. But Vanilla, Nin Nin but Vanilla Ninja represented Switzerland, so that's an entirely different story. Sure! There was Laura, who was part of the band Sun Tribe, also in 2005. And then there was Koit Tome, who had represented Estonia in 1998. Um, so that's like, it was a superstar lineup. And I'm glad to tell you that actually two of them had joined their forces for a duet. And that is the song that won Estilaul. Is it, is it Goodbye to Yesterday again? Because that was a good song. It's no Goodbye to Yesterday, but it's, uh, there are some similar themes, which I think is interesting is to talk it about. Is the singer? <laughs> No, 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 no. So representing Estonia will be Koit Tome and Laura with Verona. Um, and interestingly, Laura is actually one of the first artists to return to the contest and to return to the same country where they first performed. Oh, that's dope! When Laura performed first, it was 2005, and that was in Ukraine. Um, and... Here's another fun fact. She's not the only artist this year to go back to Ukraine. No further ado, I could talk about Istilal for hours, but we don't have to do that. Instead, that's another podcast. Yeah, that's the Istilal podcast. I'm not in that podcast. That's just that's me. That's just you that's, monologuing. Uh, it's, it's seven hours a week is me talking about Istilal. Last week I did a spectacular episode on Kaylee's spirit animal. Next week I'm going to talk about Ansud and Vim. <laughs> But right now, we're just going to talk about Laura and Koit and their lovely duet, Verona, representing Estonia. We lost our Verona. Oh, oh, It's so good. I have to just say it's so good. Every time I watch this, I like it more. Every time I hear this song, I like it more. First time I heard it in the Estilal pre-selection was like, oh no. Yeah, that's where uh, I'm at. Uh. But every time I hear it, I'm like, yes, give me more, Laura. <laughs> give me more of your weird nasal bad voice. <laughs> this song is a mess. Yes. Yes, it is. It's a total mess. Wait, pull up the fucking lyrics. Okay, here's, I need what them. here's what we're going to do because these lyrics, I'm going to actually pull up the lyrics and we're going to go through uh, the words of the song. Yeah, because there's one comment that I definitely have that I want to wait for it until we actually get to that part of the song. This is amazing. What was that? Okay. Sleeping all alone, 
You wake up with a bottle in your hands. Aw, why didn't you wake me up? Let me, let me just, uh, uh, let me just correct what you said, because the lyrics may say, sleeping all alone, you wake up with a bottle in your hands, but what Laura says is, sleeping all alone, you wake up with a bottle in your hands. <laughs> but they were smart enough when the, in, in putting the lyrics on the screen, which is what they do in the music video, they were smart enough to add the word in, even though she doesn't say it. Um, it brings up an interesting point of like, why put the lyrics on screen when your English is like genuinely like not, not English. Non-existent. It's so good. It's so good. No sound of serenade. This isn't even like, this isn't even globish. This is gibberish. No, it's, it's trying to be English, it's... but it's using, a, I think it's using like Estonian syntax or something. I noticed this last year as well in Esilau with Laura who had a solo song and another artist who had a solo song and both of those and this song are written by Sven Lomus who's a very uh, prolific Estonian composer and writer mm -hmm. and yeah all of his songs in English do feature like lyrics that just aren't actually English. Because we both know we lost our game You've lost me at this point. Okay, first of all, Serenade. That is... It's, it's a vague Romeo and Juliet reference. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. on the serenading down the balcony, Romeo doesn't serenade her. No, but, you he's know, literally, a... like, hiding in the bushes. He's not saying that to her. He's saying that to the audience. Right, says, but, like, people in general don't... People in general don't know that. They think that they think they're talking to each other on the balcony. They're not. They're talking to the yeah, audience. Exactly. Um, so no sound of serenade there. But it's because they both know that they lost our game. Their game. Their, they, which game? Is this a breakup song or? I think it is about. Is it a breakup yeah. and getting back together song? Well, they lost and they. We'll they get lost to and that. Found. But okay, I was always high on loving you before the romance turn to drama yeah when we were together i was i was high on that love yeah but then uh, i killed your cousin and then the ro the romance turned to drama all that drama that time that i murdered your cousin the problem is he bit his thumb at one of my cousins and but he wasn't like biting his thumb at us, but he was biting his thumb. And just like one thing led to another. <laughs> anyway, uh, your cousin's dead now. Like Romeo and Juliet once before. Historically. Historically. Not really, they're fictional. Yeah, well, like Romeo and Juliet once before. Long time ago. Long time ago. In, in Fair Verona, where we lay our scene. We are lost in Verona. Now. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet mm -hmm. lived there. Yeah. They weren't lost. They just hung out at Juliet's place most of the time. Yeah, they knew where to go for Starbucks. You know, if they, they were like... Yeah. It's not like they were lost in Verona. They were lost in each other's eyes. They weren't like physically actually lost in the city as in like, Oh, I wish I had a map. I'm lost in Verona. They were, they were lost like, like emotionally. 
they didn't know what to do, where to where to where to keep themselves, because they were dumb teenagers. They were like thirteen years old. They were literally that old. The Romeo and Juliet thing is the same thing as the Little Mermaid thing, where you're like, oh, oh, your parents were right though. Yeah. As a as a kid, you're like, oh, it's romantic, and she's right, and she no. isn't. She's an adult. She's thirteen, and they're like, uh, well, turns out. I'm 25, and I wish I wasn't an adult. Yeah. Like, when Little Mermaid, she literally yells, I'm 16 years old! Okay. And I'm like, oh, well, this negates the whole movie then. And she says that as if as if it's proving her right, when actually... When actually it's... She's, she's just given a perfect argument for someone to tell her what she can't do. She's too young. <laughs> Okay. Cut to court, Tomei. This is where he comes in. You know, the first, the first one. I love, ones, sorry, can I just say, I love court Tomei. Isn't he fabulous? Isn't he the best guy ever? Isn't he just like, Isn't he so precious? Great with this, like, his round head. I want to squeeze his little cheeks. I was just going to say that. He has a baby head. Not a baby face. He has a baby head. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you want to squeeze I don't even say yes. Yes, he does. I want to pull his ears. Oh, I just want to like squeeze him like so much clay. Uh, Coit says, "Learning through the scars will make you stronger. Time is the proof." Sure. That's that's learning through the time is the proof because time heals all wounds. Yeah. Okay. Learning through scar- the scars will like, make you stronger. Like this is actually like. Okay. And this is like this is weird English, but you you can you can excuse this under the guise of poetry, like learning through the scars will make you stronger, as in like, you know, you learn by getting hurt. I'm not that's... a loner kind. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, forget <laughs> what I just said. What the hell does that mean? I know I just can't get over you. Hold on though, because uh, I'm I'm not a loner kind. I really need to harp on that line. Because, like, why write that? There are so many lines that would fit there. And here I have a list of them written down. <laughs> I, I just mimicked a list. I don't oh, actually man, have a list. I really wish... I really thought you had a list there. Um, but, for example, Another Lonely Night. Another Lonely Night. Another Lonely Night. I know I can't get over you. That would have worked. I, I'm not a lonely kind. I'm not the lonely yeah, kind. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I'm not the loner kind would have been better. Oh yeah, that would have sort of made sense. I'm not a loner kind. <laughs> I know, I just I'm not, can't get over I'm not it. a lonely child. I'm not an only child. I'm not... But that wouldn't have been correct with the Romeo and Juliet story, would it? Because he... He they is don't, a do they have, they don't. They don't have siblings. They don't have siblings. So, They've got uh, cousins. That's why. I, I'm sure the original line was, I'm not an only child, but then he was like, wait, no. <laughs> Romeo was an only child. Can't write that. Uh, I was always trying to tell the truth before the romance turned to drama. I hope the best in me was always you. <laughs> what does that mean? You're the best dick I ever had. I hope no. Wait, he's singing this to her. I hope the best in me was always you. So not like it's it's not, it. What this is supposed to say is something like. 
I, you, you were always the best part of me. You know, like you were always... Yeah. You always made me better. Yeah, I mean, when we were together, the best part of that was that I was with you. That's unhealthy. I don't... I mean, it's... Yeah, but like, Romeo and Juliet did like die. Oh yeah, they were very unhealthy to the point where they literally died. Like, I mean, we we didn't... Yeah, let's not neglect to point out that Romeo and Juliet did die. It's not romantic! They did They're kill themselves. They're 13 years old and they commit suicide. And, like, their, their pastor is just, like, fine with that. I hoped... Past tense. The best in me was always you. Because the, the, the relationship is over. They're not together anymore. And I think he's still kind of doing fine. But he's like, I'd always thought when we were together that I couldn't do without you. And that, I don't know. I have no idea what that line means. I don't, yeah. Before we lost our Verona, what's Verona now? Yeah, what does Verona say? symbolize within their relationship is it like the city where they met is that where they're like they had a quick romance in verona i mean that's romantic because i think that might be it but then like they're they're treating it as if this is like a long relationship that is you know that has ended painfully and that's it's how ended badly, it sounds yeah. like like something ended bad for them but they're trying to like maybe. It sounds uh, like he didn't even wave to the dog when he left. Did you wake her up? So she wouldn't wake up with a bottle in her hands. Mm -mm -mm. Wake up with a bottle in her hands. <laughs> You're right. They are lost. Lost in the crowd of the street. We are lost. Like two silly boats in the sea. She does say silly though. No, listen, I have to say I am so glad that you called this out and that it's the first thing you said because I've also been saying this for weeks. Thank the lore. Really, she does just say silly boats though. Two silly boats in the sea, I know. <laughs> How silly does a boat need to be? Is like, is it like Titanic? Because that's a whole other Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, but that does have Leonardo DiCaprio in it. That's the link, probably. Boats in the sea. So there's a sea in Verona, maybe. No, this is a simile. This is a this is a metaphor. It's it's not. It's yeah. It's it's not literal like Verona. But Verona is now also a metaphor. No, but there, yeah, it's a our Verona is a metaphor, but it's also literal because they're lost in the crowd of the street of Verona, right? Yeah, but our Verona is like did they maybe like the the place our our space? Hold on, were they just on a space? holiday in Verona and then suddenly they got lost? We are lost in Verona. They're literally like a married. They were just like walking hand in hand, and then suddenly in a busy shopping street, we're like up. Oh, Laura, where are you? They got divided by a crowd of Japanese tourists. Because um, sometimes we're building and burning down love. No, that's Rome. Now you're, now you're doing Quo Vadis. That's a completely different. Well, this thing. is they're not they're not literally burning anything down. This is the the metaphor again. 
what are they're building up love but then also just like self just you know self-destructive re the relationship they're burning it down like romeo and juliet this is actually it's starting to actually starting come back to around. actually come back around i'm doing a 180 on these now here we go to that beautiful chorus what goes <laughs> which he sings why does he do that? Because that's the interesting part. He does the, the head voice. He does the heart I voice. think that's really good, actually. Lit, like, sorry, when we just listened to this song, I didn't like it. But talking about this song, I love this song. It's very good. What's up? Will I'm, you... I'm completely... We'll listen to this again later. This but like it's now. Yeah. Uh, chorus goes, we lost and we found our Verona. We are lost in Verona. But it says both of the things. It's it says we lost and we found our Verona, but it also says we are lost in Verona. Literally. This is so weird. Like is Verona a metaphor or is it literally the city? It's both. But did their romance was it centered on Verona? Or is Verona does it just like represent their love? Verona is the representation of their love. It's like it's our, our Verona. We'll always, we'll always have love, Verona. We'll always have Verona. It's a house that their love built kind of thing. Let's go to that bridge. Reckless oh, type of oh love. Oh my god, no. I don't want to go to this bridge. It's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Now let's get that, that first part out of the way because it's fine. It's reckless type of love, reckless type of love. Like Romeo and Juliet. We love. never said I'm sorry we never said enough. Fine lyrics. You know, we never said, I'm sorry. Something happened and they never apologized for it. And I think this song is like the moment of like, hey, let's let's unpack the things that went wrong in our relationship. And here's one. We were reckless and it just like happened and went and we got hurt by not thinking about it. And I should have said sorry, but we never talked at all. We never this, talked it out. Yeah, this is the, the song about like the coffee that they get two months later. But are, they're not over each other yet, are they? They're not over each other. Mm. Moving on. This Western type what? of woman, Western type what? of man, disappeared in Verona. No, but I cannot. What? Let me, let me repeat. This Western type of woman, Western type of man, disappeared in Verona. So there are two British people, there are two American people. No, they're who went they're on Estonian people, my dude. Yeah, so they're not even Western. Well, they're they're closer to the east of Europe, sure, but they're I mean they're in the grand scheme of the world they would count as Westerners. Well, the world is round. Yeah, I say this all the time, but let's not go into this kind of bullshit argument because the West does... So the most West you can go is America. Sure. Well, you're saying Europe is central. Yeah, Europe is central, which is weird and wrong, I think, but... It's a Eurocentric worldview. It's a Eurocentric world. I'm just saying, I think they are Westerners. We, they would count as that. So it's a Western type of woman, Western type of man. They have Western it's values. It's weird that you would fucking specify that though yeah it's, it's also weird to also say also because verona is more western than, a, than, than estonia. estonia yeah but it's weird to specify that like 
all your your western values disappeared in Verona because Italy is still like a western country though. It's literally the f- laid the groundworks for the west. And like Italy being a western country, believe me, we'll talk about that. Oh no. I hate that foreshadowing. So 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 what is what does it mean? We happened to be Western and and also we disappeared in Verona like but it's 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 packaged as if it's a, a thought that sentence but it doesn't actually add up at all. Does this mean something in Estonian? Is well, this like something that's Western type of? Yeah. Maybe, but is this like just a Google translated like you wrote it in Estonian but then ran it through Google Translate? Maybe. Because it doesn't rhyme ever. Hold on. This song doesn't rhyme at any point. No, 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 no. Love and enough. Rhyme, no. sort of. Yes, yeah, street and sea. Uh, d- Verona and drama? No. Hands This song doesn't rhyme. Nothing in this song I can't believe believe that you've exposed this song like this. (laughs) Then why write I'm not a loner kind? Because it's not like, oh, I'm writing writing kind because it has to rhyme with something. You can literally put any other sentence in there. You could say type. I'm not a loner kind. Six syllables. Okay, let's think. Learning through the scars will make you stronger time is the proof. I had a heavy lunch. I know I just can't get over you. <laughs> and 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 that's it. Then we then we circle back around to losing. I have to take a shit. To losing. I just. <laughs> <laughs> then we circle back around to losing and finding Verona, being lost in Verona, being lost in the crowd of the street, losing and finding their Verona, and then being lost in Verona again. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and then he does the different ahas. He goes. And it's so good. Like, my dudes, it's so good to listen to. Oh, oh, I'm sweating so much. Please, 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 I implore you to listen to this song three times. Now, pause the podcast, listen to Verona three times. Can we listen to it again? Can we pause the podcast and listen to it again? We are going to pause the podcast and listen to Verona one more time. This is my favorite song now. Oh. Okay, Where so, did he go? Okay, it's so a good thing we watched that national final video because there's so much more there. This is gonna be an hour long episode. This is the best song in this year's contest. I so I'm so happy that you didn't let me just dismiss this because this is so good. I'm so happy because I'm like. Is this is so- my there's so much to hate here, and yet there's so much to love. They do the thing that's my favorite thing 50 times. Yeah, I know. Isn't it, isn't it amazing? They ju- are just constantly like turning to look at a different camera. It's so funny. So at the end, he disappears in Verona, right? Yeah, he's gone at the end. Where did he go? Of course, the problem is that that is exactly 
the performance that Estonia had in 2015, where Sigrasta also disappeared at the end of the performance. <laughs> this is goodbye to yesterday. Because, like, the, she gets lit up with, like, a light in the background at first, and then, like, he's... Then, there's an interesting... The fucking screens with their faces. Oh, isn't that great? Oh, I love everything about this. There's a good basis here for a, for a Eurovision staging concept. They just need to, like, expand on it. They need to expand a lot on it. I want to see this with the biggest production value it, Isn't ever. it going to be great, though? It's going to be the like, most it might, fun. It might like, be real fun. And it's also... It, we said it while we were listening to the live version, but, like, the harmonies are so good. The harmonies are... For real, actually really good. Yeah, the thing is, both of them are, are good singers. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Laura's timbre of her voice. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that performance? Like, anything that you feel is still missing that, like, they should maybe consider adding in there for Eurovision? Um, I would love for him to be holding a rose. Well, this is the Eurovision Division podcast. I mean, we, we, I mean, we've got our episode. This is, yeah, this is an hour's worth of recording, I think. We were, we were constantly talking, so it's probably... I'm it's, sweating so much. I'm it's probably, it's probably a long episode. Um, and that's it for this episode of the Eurovision Division podcast. Join us next time when we'll be talking about yet another song from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. You can listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, you can find it on iTunes, on Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you want to... Leave a little comment, leave a little like. We'll see you next time. Good night, Europe. <laughs>